What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Elevation Nation. Whenever you're listening to this, we are happy to have you tune in. What's up, Sammy? Parker, how's it going? We had a wonderful weekend, having a wonderful week so far, and we're back like we never left with more interesting topics from that list of rules to live by. I'm excited to get through them again to remind Elevation Nation, what is it, sophomore year of college, Parker runs into my room with a list. He's like, yo, you got to check this out. I found this list of 100 rules to live by. Let's talk about them. We sat in my fraternity house room till 2 a.m. talking, debating, laughing over this list. And it inspired us. We stumbled upon it a few weeks ago. We were like, dang, we got to bring this back to Elevation Nation. Have that same exact conversation, but share it with the crew. So we're excited to have you all listen in on this. We are interested to hear your thoughts on it. Parker and I agree with some. We disagree with others. But overall, they're just interesting. So we are on what number? 15 today, Parker? Yeah, we're on 15. But like one more thing to add is some of these are like super deep and like a ton of good advice just about life. But then also there's like some nuggets in there that are are very like funny, but also kind of like actually they make a lot of sense and can apply to anybody at any age. It doesn't matter if you're just graduating college or you're 85 years old. That's the best part about these. So Sam, let's get into it. Number 15, if you wear cologne, no one should smell it from five feet away or five minutes after you've left. I think uh, Axe Body Spray and my junior high school days could have learned from this rule to live by. But we used to like just spray ourselves instead of showering with Axe body spray. That was something that we did. I don't know why anyone thought that was acceptable, but that reminds me of like camp too. Like we would do that. Yeah, we'd right. take well, we'd take a shower and then we'd spray a lot of Axe. Well, That's Axe so body cool. spray is like not even like cologne. It, it's just I don't even know what it is. Unless Axe Body Spray, you want to sponsor the podcast, in which case we love Axe Body Spray. It's, yeah, it's a cologne then. But yeah, I, I'm with this. I like wearing cologne. Two sprints is enough. Like I see people sometimes go, and it's all over. Like you can smell it from a mile away, and it's just sometimes a little bit too much. Zach Moses loves cologne. Zach Moses, less is more. No, nah, Zach smells good. Zach. No, yeah, I'm not. That's not. You do, a, you do it right. Don't listen to Parker. Yeah. You smell great. No, bro. that was just a, a me saying shout nah, out. Parker's throwing shade. He's throwing shade at you, Zach. Don't take it, bro. I got you. All right. Number 16. When giving a toast, short and sweet is always best. That's That's pretty good. I mean, if you can be to the point, you can be witty, you can be funny, you can draw the room in, make a good point here or there. That's all you need. Sometimes when you... You got someone who's up there making a long speech, and then next thing you know, you lose people. I've I've been in that situation for, for, for sure before. And if you're giving a toast, it's usually to something that's not yourself. It's to someone else or a different event. That's true. Therefore, you're not the center of attention. Say what you need to say. Get on with it. There's other people that need to talk. Short and sweet. Wait, one more thing to, 
to add though is like way to apply this in the real world i guess at a young in the yeah, young yeah. professional world like if you're in a meeting short and sweet is always good if you have an answer to a question or someone asks you something short and sweet sometimes is a lot better than long it's not sometimes it's always better it That's is true. always better and you can tell I think now with Zoom, it's even harder. But if you're in a meeting with someone, you can kind of read off body language. Now on Zoom, people love to hear the sound of their own voice. They will drag things on and on, and people can't politely interrupt them. So they just, it, they just listen. And it's so awkward. We see it in work. I see it a lot. And you just got to be short and sweet, especially if you don't know what you're talking about. Then keep it as tight as you can. Just because you have more to say and you have a long-winded answer doesn't mean that it's better than if it were shorter. All right, Sam, you got the next one. Number 17. If you are wittier than you are handsome, avoid loud clubs. I would say, yes, <laughs> if you are wittier than you are handsome, avoid loud clubs, except... You're a promoter of this one. Get it? <laughs> no, I totally am. I'm definitely wittier than I am. I'm way more witty than I am handsome. Avoid clubs, except the Locks Club, which I love. Shout out Locks Club. If you want to sponsor us, Austin, let us know. Locks Club, dating app for Jews. Check it out. That one's funny. Okay, number 18. Know when to ignore the camera. This one, yeah, I like. I understand what it's saying. Like, if you're not looking good or you're just not in the moment like to be in front of the camera, like, don't get in front of it. But at the same time, I kind of like the candid aspects of getting your picture taken. I, th- I think Parker's taking this way more literally than what I did. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, that was a literal, yeah, that was a literal interpretation of what the word said, if you wanted me to be completely honest. I'm thinking of it in a different way, right? Know when you should be in the spotlight and know when you shouldn't be. And that kind of goes back to the toast piece. If you're not the center of attention, you're making a toast about someone else, keep it short and sweet. Know when you should not be the center of attention. Know when the spotlight's not on you. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But Sam, how do you know? How are you able to have that self-awareness to know? It's called mental fortitude, baby. Look it up. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the answer I was looking for. Oh, but, sorry. Well, my bad. Uh, that works too. That's always the answer to everything these days. At Were least you looking for an actual answer? Yeah, I was looking for a little advice <laughs> to our, our, our nation of elevation. So to me, having the, the self-awareness to know when you should not be the center of attention makes even more of an impact than how you shine when the spotlight's on you. Um, That obviously being confident when all eyes are on you is super important, but knowing when and where to take a step back and let other people get glory, other people take the lead, you to sit back and listen is an extremely, I don't even know what that skill is called. If that is a quantifiable qualitative skill set or word that is associated with that. But again, the self-awareness to understand the environment and the situation that you're in take a step back is extremely important i love that that's a great that's a great answer number 19 i don't know about this one but <laughs> I, I, this is just like read it parker read it i mean it's like not like a bad thing it's just like ugh. read it all right never take an ex back she tried to do better and is settling he or she, with you he or she tried to do better and is settling with you i mean take this how you want it it's all it's all relative to every situation sam you have anything to say on this? I'll refrain. All right, next one. <laughs> I did. Oh, I did my man. due diligence on that one. I got through it. <laughs> I knew I was eyeing that one way before. Like 
Bro, I was cra- I was cracking up. That was I was so just funny. like, I'm, we're not going to acknowledge that one anymore. Number 20, <laughs> invest in great luggage. Uh, if you're flying all over the place, dude, your luggage is going to get destroyed. But I can see if you invest in good luggage that your very high quality luggage is less likely to dest- get destroyed faster than the shittier luggage that you would buy. So, cool. You're the, you're the gonna traveling say. consultant, so... <laughs> Get one good carry-on, get one good backpack you like, call it a day. You don't have to buy a fancy one, just one that works, rolls, is heavy heavy duty. This next one's amazing. I love this next one. This is going to cause debate, for sure. Hell yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. Always carry cash. No. You don't need to always carry cash. You always should have cash on you. Cash is irrelevant today. I don't need cash ever. I can't think of a time where I ever like needed cash besides the fact when I had to tip a valet driver and I felt really bad because I didn't have any cash on me. That was the only instance in the last year that I can think of I needed cash. Everything else, you can literally use Apple Pay. You can use your credit card. You can use Venmo. Like I will say though, I will say though, something I did do is... I had $10 in singles and I keep it in my jacket pocket. And if I walk past a homeless man, I will give them a dollar. But that's the only reason I'd use the cash. You should always carry cash on you. I'm cracking up because last time, sophomore year, when we first found these rules, this was the one that Parker and I like yelled at each other on because I totally think that you should always carry cash. Everyone should always have 50 bucks on them. I don't care who you are, how old you are, emergency $50, and I will tell you why. You never know the situation you will be in when you might need $50 cash. You never know. Yes, I could see I can see like if you get if you're in a car and next thing you know you're driving off the side of the road and then next thing you know your car's down and broken whatever and there's no electronics or whatever wi-fi and you need to give someone 50 bucks to get you something sure but i don't have a car so i don't think i'll be in that situation anytime soon well you never know so carry 50 dollars on you at all times all right right. fine next one suck it up every now and then especially for your family i think this is family friends anyone you have to make sacrifices in life to maintain quality relationships and quality people everything is a give and take you're not always going to be happy with what you have to do and sometimes you're just going to have to suck it up that being said though if you are stuck in a cycle of doing things that do not bring you fulfillment or happiness then you need to take a step back and realize you're probably not in a good situation but sucking it up every now and then especially for family friends the right circumstance very important. Yeah, I retweet everything you just said. Family is ultra important. And sometimes there are times when you don't want to be there or you don't want to be part of it, but it always benefits you to be there. Let's do two more. All right, next one. Never be the last one in the pool. Parker, any thoughts on that? Well, are you I taking mean, it literally or metaphorically? No, I, okay. I'm trying to think of it not literally in this I sense sure hope this so. time. Okay. You don't want to be the last one having fun. 
Uh, you want to be the first one to bring the fun and bring the fun for everyone else. You want to be the one or, you know, to be part of the fun. If you're the last one in the fun, then you're missing out. That's the way I take it. I think, I mean, this one hits really close to home for me because a lot of my friends know I'm typically a stick in the mud a little bit. I'm a rule follower. I'm more cautious and risk averse when it comes to things. And I typically was the last one in the pool. And while I think that was the best for me in a lot of situations, it also carried a stigma with it that then was kind of tied to who I was that I didn't necessarily like to do some fun activities. This is more so relevant in college. Now I do all the fun activities because I'm super fun, but I was definitely more risk averse and I missed out on some cool opportunities and I was the last one in said pool. So I learned that lesson the hard way. You got to live one life and have a good time with it. Don't do anything stupid, but sometimes you got to just jump in and hope it works out. I agree. I mean, especially you, you, you're in the real world and you know, sometimes you may not want to be in that situation because it doesn't seem like you, but just jump outside that comfort zone. Last, last one for the time being. I think this right. one's important. A good one number to end 20, on. Number 24, don't stare. Unless you have sunglasses on. Oh, yeah? Is that right? Yeah, then no one can see you're staring. Then you're good. Nah, but yeah, don't I stare. I, it's rude. It's disrespectful. It's, all, it's also awkward. <laughs> yeah, there are people that all walks of life that are going to look different than you, unique, strange perhaps, something you've never seen before. You don't know what that person's been through. You don't know what they have in their life. So if you want to stare, put on some pretty serious shades and don't turn your head. Just move your eyes. But not, don't I, stare. I, be respectful. Yeah, don't stare. Be respectful. Even though what is a stare? Like what is, is there an objective stare that you can put down for me? Are we staring at each other right now? Yes. So I don't know. Are we all staring on Zoom these days in meetings? Yes. No. We're having conversation. That's not staring. Nah, That's we're all looking at it directly at each other <laughs> for long, long times. All right. I got Parker's perspective. Here you go, Elevation Nation. Here's some motivation going into the your your Thursday or Friday or even into next week. But also this is something that, that hits at home and I think can be good advice from the legend himself, Simon Sinek, that you can use in everyday life, whether that's at work whether that's in your personal life, whatever it is. So the quote is by Simon Sinek, be the leader that you wish you had. Oh, simple as that, you know, go throughout your day and be the person that you want, you wish in your life that would be managing you. Because if you're acting and behaving the way that you see as the, the best practice of what you see, for example, a manager to act as, then everyone who you work with is going to see that. And they're going to, you know, that's going to benefit you in the long run and tell a lot about your personality, your character. Love it. That's a beautiful one. Simon Sinek, fantastic guy with a heck of a lot of good advice. Legend. Parker, we got through a lot of rules to live by. We'll crush them again next week. We had an awesome interview come out this week. Sammy Handler, Kicks by Sammy. Just a fantastic vision that she has true mental fortitude to be able to build her company up from scratch all herself, run with it full time and, and take the plunge and also creative and talented and just a fantastic conversation. You're going to have to check it out. She's a woman entrepreneur doing 
unbelievable things. And she will be an inspiration to women, to men, and to many people in the coming future as she continues to grow, not her side gig, her business. So we were very fortunate to be the first person, the first people to interview her because one day she's going to be big time. All righty. That's it for us. Thanks, Elevation Nation. We'll see you next week. Peace. Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at produced by Jay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.